0: welcome to the crimson flow ministry podcast episode number 24. hello i'm charles capps in addition to listening to us from your favorite podcast directory we invite you to visit our website at Flow Ministries.net. all one word in lowercase letters and you can easily find all of our podcasts listed on twitter at charlescaps 19 now Proverbs 23 and 23 instructs us to buy the truth and sell it not. Whatever it takes to get this truth, you get a hold of it, but you never let it go. Buy the truth and sell it not. Also buy and sell not wisdom and instruction and understanding. And we're going to try to do some of that as we move into the message. Now, I have alluded to in the past that I would bring forth a, um, a message on the Feast of Jehovah and I uh, we'd like to get started on that today. Now look, there's so much misunderstanding about the feast. There's so much misunderstanding. I I was going through a online search here a, a few hours ago, um, because I just, you know, I get curious sometimes and, and, and I, I bring up, uh, something and, and see what's, what it's got to be said about it. So I brought up the feast of the Lord and, uh, there was just all kinds of discussion, you know, and and the thing that saddens me, the thing that really saddens me, is that a lot of these people are very educated, but ignorant at the same time. Educated and have no clue what the Bible says. They'll say something like, "The feast uh, uh, belonged to the Jews," you know, and and that uh, Jesus nailed it to his cross and all the ceremony they have no clue what jesus actually nailed to his cross and what he didn't they don't know see because he's not going to nail something that's supposed to be forever to his cross what he did nail was the animal sacrificial system that was added at mount sinai because of transgression or disobedience that was never god's intention and purpose so when the perfect sacrifice come along, all of that was gone, you know. But the ceremonial laws, that's a word I think they use and have no clue what it really means, cerium, cer- I can't even say it. You know, it's not a ceremony of a law, it is a law that we observe, that we keep. Amen. And so we'll, we'll talk a little bit about the Feast of the Lord today, but let me, let me um, say first that the Hebrew, Hebrew word for uh, feast is a moedim. It's an appointed time, an appointed meeting. Amen. In the first four feasts, there are seven with the last great day. The first four feasts occur in the springtime of the year, Passover and Unleavened Bread First fruits and the Feast of Weeks are Pentecost. And the last three feasts occur during the fall, which is the Feast of Trumpets, the Day of Atonement, and Tabernacles, which includes at the end of it the last great day. So let us look and see what the Bible says about these feasts. Now, look, if you don't know anything about the Feast of the Lord, El capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D, and uh, you've never heard of them, or you've heard they're done away with, uh, you need to flee from the system that you're in. If you've got a preacher telling you that stuff don't work no more, we don't do that, I'm going to show you what you do, and how it is a fable, a lying fable, and you're throwing away the word of God to not do what God says for us to do, and to, celebrate all of these crazy pagan Roman Catholic fables, amen? So now look, we're going to turn to Leviticus chapter 23, and we're going to see what our Father says about this. Not what I say, not what any other preacher says, not what any denomination, not what any uh, church says. We're going to see what our Father says. And if your church, your denomination, your pastor is not agreeing with what our Father says, what Jehovah says, then you need to get away from that and find you someone who'll give you the word straight and where you can worship God correctly in spirit and in truth and not in lies and fables. Amen. So, Le- Leviticus 23, verse 1. And the Lord. And that is all capitals, capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D. And if you look at Strong's Concordance, H3068, it's Jehovah. Amen. That's the name of the Father. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them concerning the feast. Now, you've got to talk to Israel. Of course, you know, uh he led Israel out of Egypt, our father did, and they're his chosen people, yes, and he said, speaking to them, yes, concerning the feast of Israel. Is that what it says? Uh, concerning the feast of the Jews, maybe. Uh, concerning the feast that's going to be nailed to the cross by my son. Now, it doesn't say any of those things. It says, speak And to the children of Israel and say unto them concerning the feast of the Lord, Jehovah, which you shall proclaim to be holy convocations, even these are my feasts. So whose feasts are they? They're the Lord's. So let us look at what the Lord, what Abba, what Father says about these feasts. Now look, he starts off and he says, six days shall work be done but the seventh day is the sabbath of rest you know man i mean you can't even talk about the sabbath before you get these people these zealous nutheads that tell you that jesus is their sabbath and we don't have a sabbath day anymore and we you know i mean come on folks quit being such a zealot for error And get you some truth. Amen. Six days shall work be done. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of rest and holy convocation. You shall do no work therein. It is the Sabbath of Jehovah of the Lord in all of your dwellings. So what did he first say? He calls the weekly Sabbath a feast, a Mordim, an appointed time and place. Every seventh day were to be meeting with our Father and doing no work and making this a holy, hallowed, set-apart day for a holy, hallowed, set-apart God and that we would be a holy, hallowed, set-apart people. Hallelujah. Amen. So this is the first thing we need to understand. Even the weekly seventh-day Sabbath is is an appointed time. Amen. Now, let's look at verse 5. Well, actually, I'll read verse 4. These are the feasts of the Lord, of Jehovah, even holy convocations which you shall proclaim in their seasons. Now, you got to understand there's a season for everything, and he's going to tell us when we're going to do these things. And if you don't know the seasons uh, or the time Schedule of his calendar uh, I would encourage you to go and look at my um, podcast on God's calendar that's episode 20 I lay out the calendar all through the months uh, in that episode God's calendar amen and so these are the holy convocations that we proclaim in their seasons now here we go here's the instruction in the 14th day of the first month at even is the lord's passover so how are we going to know what is the 14th day that it's not the uh romo greco it's not it's not this uh uh calendar that we're on with this 24 hours a day starting at midnight no it's not this calendar and it's not the jewish calendar Uh, that starts uh, in the seventh month. No, it's not that. It's his calendar. And here we go. We got everybody on every side of all the ditches doing it different. Let's just do it his way. Let's find out, can we? Sure. Again, go to my podcast on God's calendar. You'll learn a lot from that. But also, I have some other uh, podcasts that we bring this in. Uh, in, uh, Passover Easter, I go through this quite a bit, episode number seven, amen? And we need to understand that Passover and Easter, they are not the same. And there's a lot of people in the church world that seems to think they're the same, but they're not. So, in the fourteenth day of the first month, at even, is the Lord's Passover. And I don't want to repeat what I've already done in other episodes, but let me tell you, this Passover... Had a time, it had a season, and Yeshua, Jesus, was crucified on Passover at a time and a season when in the fullness of time had come. Amen. And oh, it's not an accident that it happened like this; it's divine providence. Amen. Our Father had a purpose; He had a plan all along, and the church world has thrown it away and said, "Oh, that's old." Testament stuff. You know, we don't do that. That's for the Jews. That's for them, the Jews, and this is for us, the New Testament supposedly. But folks, let me tell you, you can't even have a New Testament without the old because it's the foundation upon which the new is built all of the scripture comes from the old testament nothing from the new amen and all of the writers were referring you back to the old testament when they quoted the writings of the scriptures hallelujah and so i mean we have got this so twisted up i'll tell you we you know what we want we want our pie we want our cake and we want to eat it too we want to We want to do it our way, and that's wrong. We can't do it. We want to do it any way but God's way. We want to believe a lie. We want to believe all of the superstitions that come along. You know, we want to believe the witchcraft and the sorceries. We want to believe all of that and play with it, but we don't want to believe what our Father told us to do. So we have Passover, and... uh, I got to say, also, you might want to look at episode number 22, Not Friday. I call it Not fr- I'll never call it Good Friday because it's just a lie and a fable, and it didn't happen like they tell you. Uh, but if you're interested in knowing what the truth is, uh, give that a listen and, and look up the Scriptures. Amen? So we've got some divine appointments to keep, and I just got to say we're going into unleavened bread here. And on the 15th day of the same month, that's the, the first month, right, is the Feast of Unleavened Bread unto the Lord, Jehovah, seven days you must eat unleavened bread. Now, you see, the church has got this not Friday with uh, Easter Sunday following it, and that's not how it's going to be, you see. Uh, it's going to be Passover, and then it's going to be unleavened bread. Amen, and uh, so during this seven days, there's two Sabbaths that are not the weekly Seventh Day Sabbath. So you could have in the in the process of one seven day unleavened bread period, you could have a, 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 a Sabbath to start it, which John calls it a high holy day. And that would be the day that Yeshua was crucified on at Passover, Amen. And it's got a, uh, it ends with a Passover, uh with a uh, Sabbath, and you can have a weekly Sabbath in between. And sometimes maybe the weekly Sabbath and the first and second fall on the same day. It all uh, depends upon God's calendar and the time that we're in. So we have seven days that you have to eat unleavened bread. In the first day, you shall have a holy convocation. You, shall, you don't do any work, you don't do any servile work therein, but you shall offer an offering made of fire unto Jehovah seven days. In the seventh day is a holy convocation, another Sabbath, you shall do no servile work in them. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speaking to the children of Israel and saying to them, When you come, this is, you know, as we're into unleavened bread. The first Sunday, the first day of the week, after the weekly Sabbath is when first fruit happens. And, you know, it's all in the Scriptures. you got to do a little digging and get a little understanding, some of that wisdom, some of that knowledge, some of that understanding. Speak unto unto the children of Israel and say unto them, When you come into the land which I give you, you shall reap the harvest thereof. Then you shall bring a sheep of the first fruits of your harvest, Unto the priest, amen. And he shall wave the sheep before Jehovah to be accepted for you on the morrow after the Sabbath. The priest shall wave it, amen. Now, let's let's move on down to um, verse 15, talk a little bit about Pentecost. Now, this is after we've got the first fruits, and you shall count unto you from the morrow after the Sabbath, from the day that you brought the sheep of the wave offering, seven Sabbaths, 49 days, shall be complete. Even until the morrow after, which would be after the seventh Sabbath, you shall number 50 days. 49, and the morrow after is 50 days, and you shall offer a new meat offering unto the Lord. Amen. So these these are our commandments. He's telling us exactly when to do it. Now sometimes he says on this day of the month, and now you see for Pentecost we got to count the days, the uh, counting of the Omer fifty days, and I, you know, and and there's a bunch of people running around claiming to be called Pentecostals, you know, and uh, they sh- shout and they they uh, you know they do all of the things that they do, but look. They don't have a clue what Pentecost means. They know it means 50. But they don't know it's one of the feasts of the Lord. They don't know it's a holy convocation. They don't know how to observe and keep this holy convocation. Uh, because I guess, you know, even if we're Pentecostal, we're still given to fables. And we, 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 we just don't worship how God said to worship in the Old Testament, you know. Shame on all of us that are not doing it. So now let's go to um, verse 23. I'm trying to condense this some because I've covered it in some of these other podcasts, and I'm not trying I'm trying not to repeat too much. And the Lord spake unto Moses. Now here it goes. You know, almost everything that I've told you is the Lord spake unto Moses. Amen. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, speaking to the children of Israel, saying, in the seventh month. Now here we go. We're back on the calendar, on God's calendar. In the seventh month, in the first day of the month, amen, shall ye have a Sabbath, a memorial, a blowing of trumpets and holy convocation. Folks, this feast, this memorial, this holy convocation signifies and makes us look forward to the return of Jesus, of Yeshua, and you know why don't we do it now around my house and around the church that i attend with uh pastor steve squires at the noble learning center in cove arkansas I tell you there's a whole lot of trumpet blowing shofar horns ram horns being blown on the day of trumpets signifying that that's the day that our lord will will return amen and in church you guys don't have a clue. You don't know nothing about this because you don't study, you don't read, and you don't apply, and you don't get up and break your little tradition of fables and say, "Hey, if God said do it, I'm, I'm gonna do it. Let's do it this year." Amen. So let's um, let's get verse twenty-five. And while we have the trumpets, the blowing of the trumpets, you shall do no servile work therein, but you shall offer an offering made by fire unto the Lord. And if that word, offer an offering made by fire, is uh, bothering you, let's go back to the uh, when the Holy Ghost was given. You know, there appeared cloven tongues like as a fire. He shall baptize you with... Uh, uh, the Holy Ghost and with fire, Amen. That fire ought to be that Word of God burning in your soul, uh, ready to come forth, Amen, and 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 uh, uh, proclaim His goodness, His greatness, and observe Jehovah's feast, Amen. Now, verse twenty-six, and Jehovah speaking to Moses, saying, also. On the 10th day, now see where the first day was trumpets, the 10th day of the seventh month, there shall be a day of atonement. It shall be a holy convocation, a Sabbath, amen unto you. You shall afflict your souls. Now look, just take my word for it, or you can do all of the studying that you need to do and find out for yourself. And, no, i tell you what, don't take my word. You do the studying. You need it. Amen. And I ain't nobody that you should take my word for it. Amen. So, anyway, uh, in the 10th day of this month it is a holy convocation, a day of atonement, and uh, you shall afflict your souls. Now, what afflict your souls means is fast. Amen. It don't mean beat yourself with a whoop. It don't mean cut yourself with a razor. It means fast. Amen. And offer an offering made of fire unto Jehovah. And you shall do no, no work in that same day, for it is a day of atonement to make an atonement for you before Jehovah your God. And, folks, we do a lot of a lot of repenting around here, and we do a lot of soul searching on this day, especially when we're commanded to fast. Only day we're commanded to fast. And it says, And whatsoever so it be that doeth any work in that same day, that same soul will I destroy from among the people. Amen? You shall do no manner of work. It shall be a statute. It shall be an ordinance. It shall be something that you do as I've commanded you. It shall be a statute forever throughout your generations in all of your dwellings. When does forever end? Is there an end to forever, or is forever going on now? And if forever has ended, what else has ended in the Word of God? What else do we need to say? Okay, well, you know, maybe if the Word of God is ended, if if things are done away with, amen, if the things... that Yeshua was accused of nailing on his cross were there Uh, Mm -hmm. folks he would have broken the commandment of Deuteronomy 4 and, and, and 2 that you don't add to or you don't take away from the word of God he didn't add to he didn't take away he didn't sin he didn't break one covenant one law of the father he kept them all including these feasts that we're talking about right here and it's supposed to be for us a statute forever throughout all of your generations. All of the feasts are. Amen? Now, verse 33. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, "Speak to the children of Israel, saying, The fifteenth day of this seventh month shall be the Feast of Tabernacles. Hallelujah. For seven days unto the Lord. On the first day, there shall be a holy covenant. Seems like, you know, our Father likes to have some Sabbaths and some some times we don't work, and and we we sit back and we pray and and, and we worship, amen? It sounds like our Father's got some appointed times that we're supposed to be doing these things, amen? So you don't do any work. Seven days you shall offer an offering made by fire unto Jehovah. On the eighth day, that's the last great day, Shall be a holy convocation unto you, and you shall offer an offering made by fire unto Yehovah. It is a solemn assembly. You shall do no servile work. Amen. And while I'm on that last great day, let me drop down to verse 41. And you shall keep it a feast unto the Lord seven days in the year. It shall be a statute forever in your generations. Ye you shall celebrate in the seventh month. Amen. Now, again, when does forever end? You know, I had a guy wrote me, he said, Forever is forever until it's not. (laughs) All right. How do you justify that? But um, with tabernacles, the truth of tabernacles is, and look, it's all in the Bible, but you've got to do some studying you got to get from the birth of, of Jesus to uh, Elizabeth and, and Zacharias, amen. And, and the, uh, you've got to count some days and count some months. you got to count some courses, amen. And you can know exactly when Yeshua was born. He was born at this time in the seventh month during the Feast of Tabernacles, amen. This is the actual true birthday of our Savior, Yeshua, And, you know, a lot of y'all say, well, we don't need to worship his birth. But you do it? Every year on December 25th, this is when the bell worship is at its highest. And we wrap Jesus around it, and we think it's acceptable unto our Father. But it's not. It's a pagan lie, fable, tradition, not true. Get away from all of these things, and let's do it right. Folks, we camp out during tabernacles as we're commanded to do, which I'm not going to read the scriptures, but we we tabernacle, and we camp out, and we have camp meeting, and we have preaching, and we have great times, amen, and in wonderful fellowship, and we do this every seventh month on the 15th day of the month, amen, it's a great time, why don't you, why don't we read our Bibles, amen, now, the last great day in verse 39 that we read, uh, you can read more about it on episode number 5, doing it y'all's way, doing it y'all's way, amen, so, now, let's conclude this a little bit. Let's look at all of this again. In conclusion, Passover, Messiah was crucified. Yeshua was crucified in unleavened bread. He was buried three days and three nights, not a day and a half. I mean, if you can't count the three and get it right, good grief! That's why you got this not Friday doctrine. Amen. He was buried in first fruits. He rose. Amen. He, would, he was already risen before the first day of the week, amen. And Shavuot, uh, Pentecost, the Holy Spirit was given, amen. And the day of trumpets signifies the second coming. And the day of atonement, the day of judgment, there will be a day of judgment. And the Feast of Tabernacles is the birth of Yeshua, as we've said, but it also signifies the millennial reign. And the last great day is eternity, with Yeshua or eternity in that great big old lake of fire. Which will it be? Folks, I hope you got a little something out of this. And uh, uh, if you have any questions, you can always get me on Facebook. You can always um, uh, write me. But let's let's get these things right. If you need help, maybe I can help you find an assembly. If you're anywhere near Cove, Arkansas... We've got a good one there, and that's where I live in that area. Amen. So God bless you, and God keep you, and uh, let's do the feast correctly from now on and put away those fables. Amen. Amen.